Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best value for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. David Beard, CRM Principal, and Jeff Richards, Head of Training Program Development for Sage CRM, spend time chatting with customers, resellers, and others about Sage CRM in action around the globe. In this episode, Dennis Donovan from Belmont House, a charitable non-profit home for seniors that offers long-term care and retirement living, explains the business needs of long-term care, while Zainab from Bass Solutions, a Sage CRM specialist in Toronto, lays out how they first began their discussions of Sage CRM meeting the needs of Belmont House. Okay, welcome everyone. This is another edition of the Talking CRM podcast. This is David Beard. Jeff decided he couldn't be with us today obviously doing his hair or something like that. But I am joined, fortunately, by two people who provide a lot of interesting content, I hope, and directions on CRM in a particular industry. So first of all, let me introduce you to Zainab Selahi from Bass in Toronto. Hi, Zainab. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm super. Do you want to give us a quick pricey of who you are? My name is Zainab Salihi. I work at Bass Business Solution for almost 13 years, which is my lucky number. And <laughs> being in the CRM implementation for over 20 years, but believe me, I feel still young and doing very well for my age. <laughs> Working with customers is, is, I think, is the everyday life that we have uh, to implement CRM. And that's where we would like to introduce you to Dennis from Belmont House, which we have worked for a few months on gathering the requirements and to provide them for a solution for retirement homes and tenant management system for the long-term care. We had very good experience learning about their business, what they do, what they would like to have in the new system and how we can enhance the current process. And I'm sure Dennis will talk about that a thousand times better than whatever I tell you about the good stories about Belmont House. Nice intro. Dennis, say hello and tell us all about you and your life and what you're doing with Bass in the coming months and years. So, hello. I'm Dennis Donovan. I'm a CPA. I have retired officially from Belmont House. Uh, after being there for 15 years as the Director of Finance and Information Management. I'm now an external consultant working with Belmont House still to help them further their systems uh, with Bass and with a couple other long-term care homes who need assistance. One of them is looking at putting in Sage Intact and Sage CRM to get an integrated system. I've worked with Bass probably for at least 15 years. The time that I have been at Belmont House, we have had the Sage products in, and a natural extension for us was to move to CRM to give us a lot more flexibility in managing our residents and our tenants. Belmont House has about 140 long-term care beds and 85 retirement residents. So before, if I roll you back to the very beginning, Dennis, when you were starting the CRM journey, what were you doing before CRM to manage well, what were the challenges? That's a better question. How did you have to come to need CRM to do what you needed to do? We were using a product called Point Click Care. Point Click Care is written for the long-term care industry. Uh, it does very good at the care side, but it's somewhat lacking in the management side for looking after residents and tenants. One of the big things that you want to be able to do is also to manage families and families' expectations. 
And so you end up doing a lot of emailing back and forth with family members. And a lot of cases isn't just one family member, it's more than one family. And so what we really needed was a way to track what we were doing with those conversations, be able to capture the services that we actually provide to our, especially to our tenants, and then finding a solution that would allow us to build those much easier uh, and let the retirement living staff actually manage those charges. That wasn't present in the point click care system for us at all. And so we started looking at CRM as a way to put all of this stuff into one place and make it accessible across the company. It would it be a stretch of me to say that point click care is more it is sort of like a transactional management system, like an accounting system. Is that what it does? And that's no, why not really. Point? It really is a care system. The, the, the frontline staff use it to record um, the weights and the measures and all those things they need to about the resident and what their care plan should be and okay. you know, their medications and all that kind of stuff. And then they've added on a sort of a billing module that does quick billing, but it really doesn't give you much other than that. Over time, they've added a few little modules to it, but it really doesn't have the power, especially for retirement living that CRM has. You talked of this idea of wanting to track conversations with the multiple stakeholders. Can you expand a little bit on what that would mean? If, if I was to go into care and my family was looking after me, what extra does CRM bring to the mix? Normally what happens is, is a lot of your conversations are through Outlook, through an email system. To find those becomes very difficult when you're dealing with you know, 85 tenants and probably another two to three people per that for families, it becomes very difficult to find those emails, especially the ones where decisions have been made and the families have agreed to certain services. And so you're constantly searching through Outlook, trying to find that one email. The trouble also is, is that a lot of these people may live with you for 10 years. And so you want that history available to you because you've made some decisions, perhaps back when they came in, on certain certain things about billing and things like that, that you really want to be able to have access to. Flagging them in Outlook just doesn't really cut it. But being able to attach them to that tenant and attach that family member to that tenant really allows you then very quickly to find what's going on. So the services could be decisions made on type of care, the room or the, the other facilities they take advantage of, those sorts of things, is that right? Those sorts of things, yeah. So we're a full care facility. Our retirement really is private long-term care. So the people coming into our facility are people who don't want to go into long-term care, maybe can't get into long-term care. And so as they age, they add services and they add more and more services. And so it's tracking those services that they have in a simplified, easy way. And thinking back to those early days then when you, you I guess, engaged with Bass and talked to them about Sage CRM, what struck you at the time would be the most useful pieces or what did Zainab show perhaps with her team that you realised would make the difference to fill the gaps? I think the big thing was the flexibility of the system and the fact that we could track conversations quite easily and communications. And the communication is, as you said earlier, with all those stakeholders, whoever they are, family members, those sorts of things. Zainab, where did you first start the project? Do you remember? What did you focus on, first of all, to help Dennis out at Belmont? I think the first one was kind of the out of the box functionalities on talking about this is the tenant. I can gather all these communications, activities, notes about it. But then when we started to talk about what CRM can do beyond sales and marketing tracking Mm -hmm. systems or tracking activities, 
having Dennis in the middle, it was a big win for us because he got the idea on what CRM can serve and do more, more than what it is doing today. So that is, I think it was the key success of the CRM implementation when he realized from their end, from the Belmont House end, this is not only to track the activities communication, but it was the starting point, but now we can expand beyond that to eliminate all the manual process that they are doing or having different system tracking uh-huh. different information. It wasn't the point to click. I think it was the then is a click when he says, oh, I can do more with CRM. <laughs> I wasn't planning for this. But <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, I could see how you did that. That is cunning. Well, it's, as you and I, Zainab, say a lot, you know, CRM is much more about the platform and what it can bring, right? Exactly. It has great cool features, obviously. But then it's the discussion through clever people like Bass and Zainab and your team to say, well, in your company, Dennis, a sales service is actually this thing. You know, it might not be called sales, but it looks a bit like that, right? Do you mind I will share a like big success with Dennis when I say Dennis is the CRM click for us because I use Dennis as an example and Belmont as an example. Having the Sage 300 or the Sage solution internally at Belmont, they had a billing mechanism for the rent and increasing the rent and how they track that one. Even Bass provided them with a solution. Point that why I like working with Dennis when he realized, oh, I'm able to do this one in Sage 300, but if I'm tracking all the tenant and the resident information in CRM, I can have that one automated for me and manage in CRM rather than Sage 300. So that is where we shift the solution from being an an ERP solution to a more tenant and resident related solution. So we automated that from CRM. So we manage the front end from CRM. So that's interesting because going back to kind of my earlier point, thinking of transactional versus non-transactional system, if I heard you correctly, Zainab there, what you're suggesting is Dennis got the message in a nice way. A lot (laughs) of the transactions that possibly you were shoehorning into an accounting system belong somewhere else. Correct. Is that a fair summary? I would say yes, but I would love to hear it from Dennis. Uh, I would say yes, too, because when we looked at the integration between 300, we could very easily maintain the billing system much more easily using CRM than we could using the other solution that they had created. The fact that I could simplify it to the point where when they want to update certain things, they update one item in the AR master and they're done. Everybody who has that that service has will be charged the new updated rate. Rather than maintaining a bunch of tables, it becomes much easier for the staff to maintain what they can do. It also is very easy for retirement to go into CRM for them to update the tenant information for billing purposes by basically clicking boxes, specifying the time that they're going to spend with this resident, and then letting the background of CRM generate that journal entry and those billings to the accounting system. So what happens is the retirement staff is not in the accounting system anymore. The accounting people are no longer in the care system. They're in CRM in 300. And so the access is better controlled, right? Yes. And it's the right tool for the right job to kind of coin a phrase that simplifies that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I understand that. In the next episode, 
We continue with our right tool for the right job reflections. Zainab talks about the challenges of employee buy-in when systems change, and Dennis considers his value add to other healthcare buyers and reflects on both financial and operating systems challenges in that sector. You've been listening to Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. 